It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hey, it's Sigrid. I made some changes this week. From now on, everyone has access to the behind-the-scenes blog on the website. So go check it out and listen to the latest episode a few days early on Saturday. Or read a script excerpt, a teaser, on Wednesday. I also added Fireblue merchandise to the website. There's a few other things you can check out, like a studio cam, or of course the community, which is awesome. So come visit me at lesbianromantic.com forward slash No, I don't need a forward slash. It's just lesbianromantic.com. See you there. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Concealed, Part 38, Lou. Previous episode. You're okay. Yeah, the gun was set to stun. Not to kill. Can we go to that place by the ocean? Where you have the satellite signal? Yeah. I might be able to get a connection. I think it's about time I have a chat with my ex-girlfriend. June 14th, 2061. San Francisco. Fire Blue Territory. North American Province. 14.20 Local Time Did it connect? Al asked, peering down at the terminal. Louise squinted at the bar indicating the signal strength. Yeah, for now. Al took a step aside and pointed at an old, somewhat rusty satellite dish on the ground. So, it's working? Seems like it, Louise replied hesitantly. She knelt down, careful not to make any sudden movements. The pain was getting worse. She studied the satellite dish. They had found it in the high grass behind the old weather station. Someone had either forgotten or had never bothered to uninstall it. The mount it rested on had been consumed by rust. It had taken Elle only a minute to break it 
with a few surprisingly powerful kicks. Louise had then ripped a cable out of the car to hook up the dish to her terminal. She had hoped it would amplify the strength of the device's internal antenna. She was surprised their tinkering had actually worked. The terminal had a pretty good connection. They would be able to send text, maybe even stream video. Okay, let's give it a try, she decided. She pushed herself up with a groan. You look so pale, Elle blurted out. A breeze was playing with her curls. The wind offered sweet relief from the relentless heat. Louise averted her eyes and shrugged. It's just the light. No, it's not. Elle stepped closer and gently cupped Louise's cheek. Her fingers brushed over clammy skin. You need to rest. Louise knew Elle was right. Her chest felt like someone had taken a baseball bat to it. The muscles in her neck were all cramped up. The back of her head was pounding insistently. Only two days before, Louise had enjoyed being in this place by the ocean. The squawking of seagulls had been comforting. The sound of water hitting the rocks had been relaxing. Now, both were torturous. Louise... Elle asked quietly. Yeah. Louise croaked. Let's do this. I can rest inside once we're done. She turned around and tapped the terminal, gritting her teeth as a wave of nausea washed over her. She reread the few lines she had quickly typed up an hour earlier. Delay because of technical issues. Important new evidence. Hold 5B and 7B. Conference requested because of our past. We'll wait for reply. Lou. Louise hoped the message sounded serious enough and confusing enough for the global coalition teams to send it up the chain of command immediately. I hope it'll work, Elle commented, her shoulders brushing against Louise's. It will, Louise said confidently. My friend Jim will read this and know something is off. He'll be discreet. But will he call your major? Louise glanced sideways. Please stop calling her my major. She sighed. Elle's gray eyes stared back at her in alarm. Sorry. She scratched her hair. Habit. Louise forced herself to smile. She felt like someone was playing the drums on the inside of her temples. I think he'll get Michelle to read it, stat, yes. Elle placed her hand on Louise's lower back. And she'll set up the call? Louise nodded slowly. I'm betting she will. I'd also put money on her calling in by herself. Why? Louise pointed at the screen. Only friends call me Lou. Last time I saw her, I asked her to stop calling me that. She felt her ears turn red. Plus, Michelle said she had only given me this mission because of our past, as a way to prove myself to her. Elle's lips formed an O. She leaned over and looked at the message again. 
Now I get why you mentioned the past. Well, I guess she's in for a surprise. Louise touched the display to start the transmission of the report. Yeah. Al wrapped her arm loosely around Louise's waist while they waited for the terminal to do its job. Nothing happened for five long seconds. Louise was starting to worry their improvised setup wasn't working after all. But then the progress bar finally began to move. Yes, she exclaimed, raising her fist in the air. A new wave of nausea made her stumble. Al tightened her grip around Louise's middle. You need to sit down, she said sternly. Louise hardly heard the bleep announcing the message had been sent. She was on the brink of collapsing. Let me turn up the volume so we can hear the notifications and we can go wait inside. Okay. Al held on to Louise's arm while they made their way into the small building. Sit down. It was a relief to be out of the sun. I can shut the blinds. Al offered after helping Louise onto one of the chairs. Please, Louise croaked. She bent over, elbows on her knees, and massaged her temples. It hurt her to sit like this, but she really needed to do something about this debilitating headache. The room darkened quite a bit as Elle closed the shutters. The only light left fell through the open door. The muscles around Louise's eyes relaxed. She exhaled deeply. Perhaps she should have gone to the hospital after all. Lean back, Al urged softly. Louise lowered her arms and straightened her back. Her stomach roiled in protest. Warm fingertips prodded the sore muscles in her neck. Where does it hurt the most? Al whispered. Everywhere, Louise sighed. Her eyes widened when Al started working a muscle at the base of her skull. Her shoulders dropped in instant relief. After half a minute, even her stomach calmed down. Elle kept at it, making sure she loosened up every spot before she focused on the next. With every passing moment, Louise felt herself relax more and more. You're really good at this, she moaned. Elle's fingers had reached the sensitive area around Louise's temples. Feeling better? Louise let her head fall back against Elle's stomach. Yeah. So, Lou, huh? Elle teased. Louise quirked an eyebrow. Just for friends. She choked. Elle snorted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She stopped moving her fingers. Since we're not friends, I guess I'll stop. <laughs> no, Louise laughed, reaching for Elle's hand to keep it in place. A bad idea. Her whole upper body screamed in protest. Oh, fuck, she cursed. Elle quickly walked around the chair. Let me take a look at that. Louise took in a deep, shaky breath. I'll help you, Elle said gently tugging at the bottom of Louise's damp shirt. Louise met Elle's eyes. Okay, 
She raised her arms so Elle could pull the shirt over her head. Oh man, Elle sighed. That's gotta hurt. She dropped the garment onto the floor. Louise peered down. Red and blue blotches covered everything from her collarbone to the swell of her breasts. I'm so sorry, Elle said, kneeling in front of Louise. She put her hands on Louise's thighs. Goosebumps rose on Louise's arms despite the heat. She slowly lifted her hand and ran her fingers through Elle's curls. You're so beautiful, she whispered. Elle's lips quirked up into a shy smile. When Louise brushed her cheek, Elle closed her eyes and leaned into the touch. Louise's throat tightened. Sweat prickled on her bare back and shoulders. A bead rolled down her exposed stomach. Her whole body was tingling. It almost made her forget about the pain. Louise knew this was a moment she would always remember. It was as if her mind was floating in the air, watching them sitting here. She could hear the birds outside and the wind playing with the leaves. She saw dust floating in the air. Small particles hopped from one ray of sunlight to the next. Elle's hands were running up and down Louise's legs. Louise's fingers explored the soft skin of Elle's cheek, her lips, her chin. She moved to the edge of the seat, no longer caring it hurt. She gasped when Elle gently pushed her legs apart. Elle moved closer, still on her knees, and rested her head on Louise's inner thigh. Heat uncurled in Louise's abdomen. Elle looked up at her, her lips only inches removed from where Louise wanted them most. It made her head spin. She wrapped her arms around Elle's shoulders, pulling her closer. Elle started placing kisses on the fabric of Louise's pants. Oh God, Louise breathed. I really wish you weren't hurting, Elle said huskily in between kisses. I don't think I care, Louise replied, raking her fingers through Elle's hair. Elle closed her eyes, biting down her lip in frustration. Louise started to tug at Elle's blazer. Her impatient movements caused the muscles in her shoulders to spasm, and she hissed. <sighs> hey, hey, careful, Elle whispered. She covered Louise's hands with her own, entwining their fingers. I want you so badly, she continued. But not here, not now. Louise groaned in exasperation. <sighs> she knew Elle had a point. The need pulsing through her veins had a mind of its own, though. Elle kissed the tips of Louise's fingers, one after the other. It was both tantalizingly sexy and heartbreakingly tender. I want you 
in a bed, fit and well-rested. She said briefly. Louise's heart drummed in her chest. She stared at Elle's lips. Promise me that'll happen, Elle pleaded. Louise blinked. What do you mean? She asked, having a hard time getting the words out. Elle guided Louise's hand under her blouse to cover her heart. Promise me that, no matter what happens next, I get to wake up next to you one day. Louise's lips parted. An intense, warm feeling swelled in her chest. It grew and grew until it pushed three words into her mouth. She blurted them out without giving it a second thought. I love you. Elle's eyes glistened with tears. Louise's chin trembled. She swallowed nervously as the silence seemed to last forever. I love you too, Elle finally replied, and Louise couldn't hold back a sob. Elle moved closer and wrapped her arms around Louise. Hey, hey, it's okay. Louise's shoulders shook. She cried without making a sound. Elle held her close, whispering, We're safe now. It's over. Several minutes passed. It's okay. When Louise finally stopped shaking, Elle gently pushed her chin up until their eyes met. Everything was a blur for Louise. Once we get rid of that ex-girlfriend of yours, you and I are going to find a way to be together, Elle declared. Louise smiled sadly. She's a pain in the ass. She quipped. I wouldn't count on getting rid of her entirely. She wiped her cheeks. <laughs> okay, Elle chuckled. Then we'll just make it work regardless. What about you? Louise whispered still struggling to believe they would get a shot at being happy. You're still the president, and people might. I don't care, Elle said, shaking her head. She leaned in and kissed Louise. I just want to be with you, she soothed. They kissed again. Louise lost herself in the slow exploration of Elle's mouth. A bleep from the terminal outside startled them both, ending the moment. It's her, Louise gasped. Elle grabbed her hand. Let's do this.
This was part 38 of Connection Concealed. Thank you so much to the listeners who support this podcast. With your help, I can write, record, and produce the last episodes of Connection Concealed. Your support also allows me to start working on the next story launching in March. You think I should announce the title right now, right here? Hadn't planned on it. The next story will be The Taste of a Smile. It starts March 19th on this feed. But, of course, on the website you can get early access, so please do go check out lesbianromantic.com and click the Behind the Scenes button. There, I will post the first episode of the new story on March 9th. Alright, that's it for this week. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week. And it's almost over, this story. Wow, time flies. <laughs>